All right, let's try this again. Round two. I'm alive. Did you motherfuckers miss me? Well, guess who learned his fucking lesson last night? Um, (laughs) I sat down for the first time in 11 days to record a new episode and 55 minutes. And it wasn't anything good. Like, obviously, it's the first episode back after a big break, but it was off the cuff. I sat down. I had no script. I wasn't even sure if I'd pull a full episode out and... 55 minute episode and I save it in the roadcaster I grab the memory card plug it into my iPad export it into ferrite 37 minutes so for the first time and you know what it seems like it's a rite of passage honestly so but we have had a technical issue that has corrupted an entire episode and it wasn't my drinking for once (laughs) so I can't even go back and like review um review the episode because like the way it recorded it was just skipping every like 30 seconds or so so it just is nonsensical and just doesn't make any sense and obviously it was skipping quite badly because we lost 23 minutes of audio in there somewhere so i got done listening to it and was just so depressed so um (laughs) that's a first for me just technical issue and it really i'm 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 getting a little sour on the roadcaster i think i'm gonna have to reach out to their support because i think i just got a funny unit and that's all because it was acting up yesterday but tonight we are recording in two different places (laughs) for posterity posterity so jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) so while i could not be more annoyed that that happened um i guess we'll see what kind of shit i can pull out of my ass here tonight so um uh, so it's been a minute hasn't it um did you guys miss me i definitely did not intend to post that episode on the second and then not post anything until today basically so (laughs) and today being tomorrow because i'm recording this on sunday night but the episode will go live on monday so um that was definitely not what was supposed to happen i have to tell you (laughs) um so let's get you caught up let's get a little state of the onion here so i have been home for the last week sick and it was a nice little parting gift from new girl and we will circle back around to the parting gift portion of that sentence, but <sighs> will I learn breath control someday? That day is not today. Um, yeah, I woke up Saturday morning last weekend, not yesterday, the day, the last weekend, and my eyes were funny. Um, <laughs> I don't want to get too into detail because it's fairly disgusting, but 
Uh, long story short, I ended up having pink eye, strep throat, and the beginnings of an ear infection by the time I got to the doctor. So I got to, I walked in the doctor's office and she had a look down the old throat of mine and said, oh, wow, that's real bad. Um, so normally what they would do is they would take a throat swab and then send it off to the lab. And if it came back positive for strep or tonsillitis or anything, um, then you get your antibiotics. But mine was so fucking bad. The doctor was on site, was thrown out amoxicillin like it ain't no thing. So, um, lucky me, uh, back on antibiotics to kill whatever weird diseases I have. (laughs) So yeah, I got to have a nice another week off which is definitely not how I wanted to uh start my year I have to say but it was it was bad and it was good in a way um and I'm trying to remember like everything I said last night and I just I'm gonna miss something I'm sure but uh yeah it was bad and good to have another week off uh it was good in the sense that I was actually able to relax and just kind of chill for this week, unlike the Christmas break, which was kind of stressful and depressed and real sad. So um, that was nice and bad because I did not want to work a week, miss a week, work a week, and then miss another week because now my fucking, yeah. Um, So I unfortunately missed the last week of fun. It sounds like in the out of town job I have, I will be returning to the city this week, starting today, tomorrow, whatever time is an illusion. Um, and I had messaged Scotty on Friday and I said, all your dreams came are coming true, buddy. I'm back in town as of Monday. So he's very pleased as punch. He's only been trying to get me, trying to get me for his sites for about a month and a half now because this out-of-town job, if you remember, was only supposed to last uh, two weeks at the most, and I think that was back in October, so (laughs) we're halfway through January. So, um, yeah, I'm, you know, as much as I really liked the out-of-town job, I am am glad to be back in town. Um, You know what? A lot of it is I really just missed cooking, because there's only so much KFC, Macca's, um, Pizza Hut, cup of noodles, microwave meals that you can eat before you really start like, oh, I hate this. And like I was putting, I put some weight on and so I have gladly spent the last week just air frying <sighs> everything in sight and being glad that I can make meat again and Yes, it's been very lovely, and I'm sure I gained a couple more pounds just sitting on my ass playing. <laughs> now, yeah, and you know what? That's the other downside to being off for a week here is that uh, I spent the entire fucking week playing Star Citizen, and I fell down like a YouTube rabbit hole of YouTube drama, and ended up watching this guy's like entire YouTube library about drama with some of the worst people you've ever seen or heard of in your life so if you are a parent uh it might be time to check um up on what your kids are watching because 
there's a lot of pieces of shit out there who aren't role models and it's fucking crazy. So just food for thought. Not that I have any experience to back that up, but if I had kids and they were watching any of these dudes, it would be a real one-way ticket to uh, tablet phone removal and maybe a grounding. Um, <clears throat> so what was the other part of that sentence we caught? Um, a parting gift from new girl. Yes. Uh, new girl and I have parted ways. Um, I did it right. I didn't do her like autumn. That's for damn sure. But, uh, it was, a, it took longer than it should have. And it's partially because like, I've never, I, before this, I'd never broken. Ah, uh, that's not true. I kind of broke up in January once or twice, but, uh, this one was real rough because I felt and feel fairly guilty about the whole thing. Um, like I've said before, her only real cardinal sin is that she thought I was cute and funny and I turned out to be a lesson. So (laughs) I shouldn't laugh because it's not really that funny, but, um, yeah, I just kind of said, you know, I am not really in a place to be in a relationship with anyone right now and I'm very sorry it's nothing you did um and I wish you all the best so I for the first time here in a very very long time am single (laughs) actually single not just single in my mind and I forget that I'm dating a 20 year old yeah actual single unlike um the last couple episodes where I've talked about being single and then just forgotten that I was dating new girl. <laughs> Fuck. So, the, yeah, since April, the month, not the person, this is the first time I have been single and not trying to change it. Um, so that's kind of interesting. I don't really know what to do with that. And I can already feel like the, uh, the itch a little bit to just start swiping again just because I don't want to not have anybody to like text or whatever throughout the day and I just don't like being lonely but I am trying to not do that I'm gonna do my damn best because it's just gonna right now it's just gonna end the same way and we all know (laughs) how that's gonna go unfortunately um it's gonna be another you know what at this point it's a fucking vicious cycle and i am annoyed it took me three women to notice it and really glom onto it and decide to uh stop the cycle because i'm the common denominator to these women getting hurt so um and you know you can say autumn and new girl definitely were in the path of destruction uh, May, not so much, because May called me out. May had me pegged pretty quickly and just said, you know, it's pretty clear to me you're not over your ex, and I don't want to deal with that. And at the time, I said, like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. She knew exactly what she was talking about. She fucking figured it out before I did, that's for damn sure. So, yeah, not really on the dating apps not really doing much of anything just trying to take some time and navel gaze I guess look inward to me myself and I because what's the sense in meeting somebody new and hoping that 
it'll be different knowing it won't, right? Like with uh, how much I've, I think about April, it's pretty clear to me that uh, there will, it will not take long for there to be a you're not her moment. And that's the relationship killer I've found. So um, <clears throat> probably better for everybody that I just uh, stay by my lonesome and sort myself out here before anything else. And that kind of, <laughs> I have like loose notes for this one. I don't have a script or anything. <clears throat> Because I tried to write it out and I got nowhere fast. So we're still kind of coming out of this creative rut, unfortunately. And unfortunately, this is just kind of something that fucking happens to me where I just kind of slide myself into a depressive episode and then just ride it out. And I make it worse for myself, obviously. I did this time by... uh, by, Well, it doesn't matter why, but... um, I definitely didn't help myself along, and I'm still kind of in it, obviously. Last night, especially, I was quite a miserable little cunt, but um, we're hoping we're headed out the other door, other side here. Um, <laughs> and how would I have time for dating when all my fucking brain power is just all about April? So, um, yeah. And then, you know, that kind of dovetails nicely. I had said uh, in the last episode that I was getting back in therapy, and I have. Jeez, <sighs> oh, please. I have gotten back in therapy. I cannot tell if Jilly is very disappointed in me or not. I know the Frenchman just loves to talk about April, but. <laughs> um, I had, what did I, uh. Where's my therapy notes here? Because I have my whole thing is screwed up now. So uh, that is. Uh, yeah. So this was the the welcome back message I had for Jilly. Basically, it just said, howdy, howdy. Figured I'd give you the cliffs notes of what's been going on. Uh, I believe the last time we talked, I was dating Autumn. That's over and done now. Had the realization one day looking at her that she wasn't April and wasn't what I was looking for. Currently dating um new girl had the same not april realization trying to find a good time to break it off if we're keeping score at home that's now three girls that some form of this has happened i'm sensing a distressing pattern face palm emoji uh speaking of april november 9th i sent her a message that basically boiled down to it's not fair that you keep breezing in and out of my life the way that you are i need you to be willing to have a conversation with me barring that i need a break from you for a bit haven't heard from her since although i'd be very happy if i did lots of april problems in my little brain uh, beyond my life, my romantic life being its usual mess, everything else is good. Been a bit of a funk over the holidays, but that's not unexpected. I'm definitely not a Christmas guy. Still trying to stay positive in general and about myself. Mostly been keeping up with the podcast. Although looking back at it in its entirety, it's definitely the April show and also an alarming dating pattern of me careening from one woman to another. Fairly obvious here where the mess is. <laughs> so, um, I'm sure Jilly read that and was just thrilled that all her hard work was undone by uh, my brain not being able to uh, get over or let go of April so well we had you know we had a good talk and she was a good sport about it anyway she definitely just said you know it's whatever you're struggling with at the moment and if this is what you're struggling with then this is what we're gonna talk about and we'll get to the rest of it when we get to it so Jelly's a good little therapist but uh, you know 
it's been a fun i've had two sessions since i returned to therapy um and it's been not fun but a, a provoking thought exercise to talk with jilly about what i want to happen with april and what i hope will happen and jilly wants to know like what steps do you need to take to get there and i just kind of i'm like does it really fucking matter <laughs> because i really at and i explained to her this whole thing about like how it's schrodinger situation and how i kind of like it like that and um i'm too scared right now to to know one way or the other where she's at so well jilly <laughs> You know, it's funny, Jilly and Caillou are the only two that are really kind of positive about this in any way. They're just both kind of like, get after it, you can do it. <laughs> so, I did have some homework here that I will not be talking about on the podcast because then this whole episode would be about April and we're trying to avoid that, but it was... Um, <clears throat> Real easy questions, right? So the homework was... And then if you're new here, and it's been a while since I've done a therapy episode, actually. Um, yeah, if you're new here, at the end of every session, Chili gives me like a written uh, a prompt for a writing essay that she wants me to answer. So because we figured out that's just the best kind of way for me to self-reflect and um, work shit out barring jilly listening to the podcast which she just doesn't have time for so the prompts this or that week were uh what is it i truly want how do i really know what i truly want what am i willing to do to get what i want what am i sorry for with april and a decision about what i want to do about april so that's where that fun hypothetical portion of it comes in because you know i don't I'm 50-50 that April still listens. Honestly, I don't know. I haven't posted any. I've posted like fuck all in the last month, basically. So there really isn't anything for her to be upset about or whatever, right? Like all the really April heavy ones, I, I, I've caught myself and gone back and kiboshed them in their tracks. So there is at least one vaulted episode that I actually have been noodling about posting just because... To your average listener, like this whole thing probably doesn't really make a ton of sense because I don't know that I've ever really like sat down and spelled it out how I feel and what I'm hoping for and what I want. And I'm sure, you know, your average bear is smart enough to extrapolate from what I've said and not said. But there was one episode, I'm pretty sure it was 37 or 39 where I had to go back and basically cut half of it out and then just re-record the whole thing without those sections because of how insanely personal it was and how in-depth it was about April. So I have gone, I've listened to it a time or two and I'm, I'm to, I toyed with the idea of like, maybe we should post this and just see what the reaction is. But at the same time, like, is it is that the way I want to catch her attention with childish games and all that shit, right? And then you might ask yourself, like, Rackham, why don't you just text her? And we've talked about this, too, is that I don't... It's it, That would that would break the Schrodinger situation situation. And I like it the way it is right now because I'm a fucking coward, so... And also, it didn't... While I don't know her, I know her well enough to know that if I texted her while I was in a relationship with somebody, 
um, she would be very unhappy with that and probably borderline disgusted with me. So we avoided that for now. And then also, and I said this to Jillio on the first session back there, like, I'm not where I want to be <clears throat> before I would reach out to her. And Jillian had obviously asked me, like, well, where do you want to be? And I don't have a solid answer. It's just, I have a feeling and that's all it is that it's not the right time right now to reach out. And a big part of that is just where I'm at and where my head's at. Right. So for now, and pretty fresh off the breakup with new girl and like, not that I'm that affected by it. I'm more relieved than anything, but I also don't want it to seem like I just careened back to April after I broke things off with new girl. So and this, this could all be, this is all hypothetical, right? Because I could go to text her and there's that green text bubble and well, it was all for fucking nothing. So at that point, I just got to hope I run into her. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, and you know what? That is, um, <clears throat> why I enjoyed, you know what? Uh, actually hold that thought you mob. All right, where were we? Um, I think I was talking about, yes. <sighs> it's very cold here, guys. It is making my asthma very unhappy. Um, the cigarettes do that too. <sighs> Coming back with a bang. Um, <sighs> oh my. Uh, <laughs> yes, that is what I was talking about. Um, so I was really able to enjoy this week off. I just had more than, uh, my Christmas break, which is really fucking depressing when you think about it. Cause I enjoyed a week where I was like horrendously ill more than I did, uh, an actual break where I was healthy as a clam. So I had a little bit of cold around Christmas, but, and I think, the reason I was able to enjoy it so much is just because I didn't have this looming dread over my head uh, about New Girl. And it was very, ugh, sorry. I guess I got to like do some breathing exercises or something when I go for a cigarette. Um, yeah, I didn't have this like looming dread over my head about what to do about new girl and like at the christmas break i knew she was coming up and i couldn't think of a way to get out of it and without like being a dick and yeah while it sucked to have to break up with her because i knew that it was gonna hurt her feelings and hurt her um it was nice for me which is such a selfish thing to say but like it was very nice to just have a week where i just didn't have to worry about anything um because we were slow with the out of town job. So it wasn't like me not being there was like a huge deal. And, um, I was really able to just relax. And <clears throat> I did spend the entire week basically thinking about April, um, <laughs> which shock horror, but it, it's getting easier. Um, which is not to say that I don't, miss her like I did because I still do but I don't know how to put it into words 
it just it was a good week all in all um i just it was like being a teenager again i just was staying up too late every night and uh playing video games <laughs> so that was very nice um yeah actual i have like like i said i have some like loose notes for this episode but they're not anything spectacular or anything um i did spend most of the week wearing long johns in the house under a pair of sweats with long socks on because it is like fucking freezing here right now we're in the middle and it's kind of ironic actually because when i went to the fireworks on new year's eve um dan was saying like we've had a real like mild december and i was like that just means the shit is coming and i was proven right literally like a week later so (laughs) we did get really lucky this year and have like a really mild january there was a lot of days and like there were like six degrees seven degrees and it was sunny and beautiful and there was like no snow and then this last week it's been like minus 35 degrees celsius with and then with the wind chill like minus 40 to 45 so i could not have picked a better week to get sick honestly and just miss all that which was just lovely but um oh sorry guys i'm running out of gas and i can't yet um so yeah anyway like i said i just do i do have some notes here not that they're worth a shit because it was like an actual answer to jilly's questions about april um and while i would love to do an entire podcast about that it really at this point seems like uh it should just be for her it should just be for her and i um if that day ever comes, which I <laughs> am not hopeful about. Oh, good. Close out of the notes app, fella. Um, yeah. <laughs> I still do it, eh? I still look at my phone and I still watch for that notification because she is unblocked. I just have her notifications muted still. So if she does text me, it'll be a nice surprise. Not that, I am hold- not that I'm holding out hope or anything. I'm, I am. <laughs> so... I, you know, I like for the homework this week, trying to answer those questions that Jilly had given me about April. I was like, okay, well, I did like a real shit job answering it because I was so sick and I still tried, but it was just kind of like a nothing burger. So I had the thought that I was like, maybe I should just record to, like just for me, my answers to those questions just for to get it out and say it. And because obviously I can't say it to her right now. And, um, I just didn't get around to it, but like, and that was the other thing is like, I had a week off and for the most of it, I really wanted to like be doing the podcast. I finally had like the itch again to, uh, sit down and start recording. And I had some ideas, nothing major, but I was just like, well, let's just get back in the saddle and like, just generally try to make something like it's better than just sitting here and pouting that we can't make anything and then unfortunately i had heard through the grapevine that when you have strep you really should try not to talk (laughs) so (laughs) that really was not conducive to making podcasts so as much as i wanted to do it i decided to take that advice and just keep my mouth shut for most of the week and you know anybody who's like listens and lived alone it's a very weird feeling to like come up on two or three o'clock in the afternoon and go oh i haven't said anything 
all day. I haven't said a word because like, it's just me here in my place. So maybe I need to get a pet, (laughs) but, um, Oh, I totally lost my train of thought there. So yeah, you know, and I, now I was so happy last night to like sit down and do the show and like record it. And I, I was like, oh, 50 minutes. Like I still got it because probably have to cut like three or four minutes out. There was a lot of coughing and hooting and hollering. So, and I was so bummed when I went to listen back to it and was like, the audio file is corrupted. Like son of a bitch. Um, but I like, I was, I'm really happy to be doing it again. And I, I think that, um, being home will really be helpful in keeping keeping podcasting basically who listen that plosive um because by the end of that fuck the out of town job like i found it really hard to just sit down and record in the in the cock chair because like i'm alone in the hotel room and i'm fucking nine times out of ten i'm drunk because there's nothing to do and all I'm doing is moping and sitting there and thinking about April and trying not to think about April and then thinking more about April. It's like I said in the other episode, like, don't think about a pink elephant. But um, so I think being home will be good. And I was ready to be home, honestly. Uh, as much as I liked being out there, it was just the last week or two, I was like, oh, I just want to be at my own house in my own bed. And yeah, so by the end of it i just really miss cooking and i'm not caillou who brings up like a fucking hot plate <laughs> and then gets you send me snapchats he's just gotten grease all over the fucking walls because he's frying up ham and chicken wings and shit so um it's it's good to be home and it's good to be doing the podcast again um oh and I'm, I've learned my lesson now after not learning it twice in a row about uh, making pro- promises about an upload schedule. I will just, for now, especially since we're just coming out of like the creative rut and being depressed and like a depressive episode, like for now, I'll just say that I'm just going to try and do them as much as possible. And there is no rhyme or reason to it. Uh, like eventually I would like to hit a consistent upload schedule just for my own sense of gratification but right now i don't know how creative i am right like it's just one of those things and i have a little note here actually and this is something that i used to wrestle with a lot back in my 20s and it was like okay we'll get to that i'm just there is no promised upload schedule and it's very different now too when i have guys texting me now who know me who are like what's going on with the fucking podcast like Scotty has asked me about it twice and even the Frenchman mentioned it in passing one day. So it's kind of like this additional pressure of like, oh, I needed a break, but I don't know how to explain that. And these guys aren't like me. How do I just say like, oh, I'm, not just, I'm just not feeling creative right now. I'm just not in the mood. The, the muse hasn't struck me. So I didn't, I was glad that it was just kind of, it's only a few guys who know about it. And even I just, I think Scotty asked me and I was like, oh, I've just been sick. So, <laughs> which is true, but I've also been in like a massive depressive episode and just that doesn't really lead me to want to make, make anything. And, um, so I'm really hoping that we're coming out of it now and 
Yeah. And we're back in therapy and blah, blah, blah. So, and, and now I'm actually feeling better and I kind of have my head, my wits about me so I can actually like be focused in therapy, which will be nice because I've kind of been lackluster about it. So, um, anyway, what I was saying there, and this is something I used to really, really wonder back in my twenties when I was like a big time drinker from like 18 to 25. Those were my big party years, but this is something I used to really wonder because I used to write like a lot. I used to always be writing like short stories and journals and this, that, and the other. And it was like, none of it was good. Right. Cause I'm 20 years old. I'm a fucking idiot. 20 year olds are dumb. But, um, the note I have here is like, is my creativity tied to drinking, being sad and being miserable uh, it's an old question, been looking for an answer for years. And that was the thing is like, it's the same thing as when I was in my, my party era. It was like, I felt most creative when I was drinking and it's the same thing for the podcast, right? Like, do I have to be drunk to do these now? And like, even tonight I'm drinking lightly because I've kind of been taking it easy since everybody and their mother had something to fucking say about it over the Christmas break, which annoyed me to no end and there's really like no good way to defend yourself against that without sounding like you have a drinking problem so I just kind of had to grin and bear it but it's interesting people's double standards and standards about it in general how they all differ um and then like do I have to be fucking miserable to be creative because it seems like the periods of like the most creativity on the show or when I'm like with a new person and having that you're not her moment or spending all this time comparing a new person to her and, or I'm just missing her. I'm sad about her. Right. Like that seems to be the big like bursts of creativity that the show has. So how much of it is just tied to these like negative things and how much of it is just me. And <laughs> it's it's funny to say actually because that reminds me I said it real early on in the one that fucked up but I had uploaded uh, 42 or whatever <sighs> if you you all heard I recorded that one at like 4 in the morning so that was enough time to record it listen to it and then schedule it for upload but <clears throat> I, I had it scheduled and then so it went live at 7am my time by 7.55, the Frenchman had texted me and been like, don't worry, man, you got tons to say. You just got to find you. <laughs> like, I was like, holy fuck, man. I love when you try and be supportive because it's so funny when he tries to be like genuinely supportive because just the way him and I operate, it's just there's always that like tongue in cheek, like backhanded kind of stuff where we're just like, you did a really good job, you fucking piece of shit. So <laughs> for him to come through and be like, no, man, you're super creative. Like you have something to say. You just you should need this, that, and the other. It's like, thanks, buddy. Like, I really appreciate that, that you're trying. <laughs> he wants me to talk more about the the industry and my thoughts on it, and that's more of a him topic. And that would make for good podcasting if he was here, where I we could talk about it. But I don't have a ton of thoughts on it beyond that. I wish that the younger generation actually wanted to do that kind of job and I wish the younger generation hadn't been brainwashed kind of and been told their entire lives that the only path to success is college or university or post-secondary or something like that because 
it is very possible to make a very, very comfortable living, <clears throat> especially in this economy, in this economy, um, and not have a college degree because I went to school for, I went two months a year for four years and my schooling at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure cost me like 200 bucks by the end of it. There was an initial upfront payment of like a thousand dollars. And then just the way it worked with grants and uh, government stuff and blah, blah, blah. By the end of it, you got most of it back and you were only out a hundred, 200 bucks. So I basically walked away from school with no debt, except for a student loan I foolishly took on against the Frenchman's advice. I should have listened to him. Um, and yeah, I could have walked out of there with no debt and be, have the ability to make what I make now. So I really wish that this younger generation knew that there were other paths to financial success beyond a fucking business degree or a degree in gender basket weaving or whatever the fucking kids are doing these days. So, um, but we're not there yet, I guess. So, and then I think I said last night, like the next five to 10 years are going to kind of be interesting for the industry anyway, because it's like everybody my age and my generation are turning into the old heads now and all the guys who trained us are starting to retire or move on and because they just can't do the job anymore because they're in their 40s and 50s and nobody wants to be on the tools that old so um it's kind of very interesting to think that like i am the cranky old man that i was so scared of when i was a silly little first year <laughs> so and it is different now too because we're really not allowed to be mean to these these kids anymore because everybody and it sounds real like alt-right or whatever but like everybody is very sensitive nowadays and nobody <clears throat> has any accountability and nobody wants to be responsible for their actions and it's very frustrating uh, trying to train somebody like that who just deflects, deflects, deflects and nothing is their fault and blah, blah, blah. And like that was a lesson I had to learn coming into the industry because I was an entitled little spoiled white kid. But these new young young kids have me beat by a country mile. So and then like there's kids like the Riz Lord who just came up right and like he's still an arrogant little shit sometimes. But that's just because he's fucking 19 and he doesn't know any better. So. I don't know. The next, I think, five to ten years are going to be very, very interesting for the industry just because guys like me and the Frenchmen are going to going to be the old head senior guys now who are having to train all these little fucking crybabies. So <laughs> it's, it's real funny that, like, all the guys who trained me when I was coming up are all these, like, soft little teddy bears now. And all the apprentices love them so much. And they tell me, they're like, oh, I love working for Scotty. He's so nice. He's so funny. And I'm like, yeah, he is now. He didn't used to be. <laughs> like having to explain to them how it used to be when I was a first year and a second year. And it just blows their mind that Scotty could ever be such a devastating presence in their lives. And I just say, be glad because none of you would have lasted under old Scott. You would have all gone home and killed yourselves. So be very glad that Scotty chose to realize that everyone has a feeling. <laughs> um, maybe I do have something to say about the industry. I don't know. I don't know that that's a whole episode. That's all a Frenchman wants me to talk about is like plumbing and construction. I'm like, that's not what I want the podcast to be about, man. I don't know what I want the podcast to be about, honestly, because new year 
and I was thinking about this today, actually, like where my life right now, it just kind of feels like I'm in like this weird in-between moment where everything just happened from like the last year. And I, it's mostly like April and then the follow from that and like all the poor decisions I made after that and whatever comes next. And I feel like I'm kind of in the calm before the storm between those two moments. And I really should start filming these because my hands are doing all kinds of interesting little motions here. But, and I was thinking that today, like it just feels like an in-between moment where nothing is certain and something is coming and I don't know what. And I just kind of have to wait and wait and see. So, um, yeah, for the new year, you know, I, I know I said I didn't really want to do any resolutions and like I have personal resolutions. Like I'd like to learn to play the drums this year or something, or I'd like to pick an instrument up this year, back, back up again. I'd like to get my guitar fixed or get a bass or learn to play the drums or something like I'd really like to start exploring music again because it was something I was very passionate about when I was like a younger, younger man. And then as, as I got older and got responsibilities in a life it was just something I wasn't able to engage in as much so now that I can it is something that I've always kind of been interested in and you know I listened to a podcast uh last week where the guy was talking about how he had been married before and it was the same kind of scenario as like January and I where he felt like he couldn't do all these hobbies he had because he was he would be ridiculed by his his ex-partner so and that was the same kind of thing I, I went through with January. And like, look at this now and like the whole podcast set up and stuff. So just don't ever let anybody make you feel stupid, I guess, for having a hobby that they don't understand because the right ones will support you. Uh, like where January made fun of me for years for wanting to do a podcast. When I told the Frenchman that I had started doing one, he was nothing but supportive he was skeptical at first because he just didn't understand, but he's been nothing but supportive since. And even Scotty, of all people, who, uh, if you had told me, list out your most unlikely suspects to listen to your podcast, Scotty would have been on that list for sure at the in, near the top. So, you know, the right ones will support you and the wrong ones will show themselves pretty quickly. So, I don't know, New Year. And life is short and you know i'm not getting any younger so this is a nice little distraction anyway and, it, and you know it is something i've always wanted to do i was just it was a matter of do i have anything worth saying and so far i don't think i do but <laughs> it's very helpful to me to my listeners who knows because i know i know it is i basically started a podcast and talked for 40 odd hours about just how much i miss my uh how much i miss april and how important she is to me and how much I would I would give anything for a do-over, but um, <laughs> how badly did your ex hurt you? Because mine hurt me so bad. I started a podcast that is basically just me spending an hour every few days telling the internet how much I miss her. <laughs> and I know it's not strictly that. I know there's other shit in there. There's me working stuff out and stuff, but the underlying message is very much like it is the April show. So... Um, I wonder what the show would be if it hadn't been for her. So 
And you know what? That is the other thing, speaking of it being the April show, is that I have been racking and racking and racking my brains and I just really don't... Like, I'm creative in some ways and not creative in other ways. So, like, I can't really... All I know is that I don't like Dumber Every Day as a name for the show because it's definitely not reflective of, like, who I am anymore and where I'm at and what I want the show to be. It's not that. And I very much would like to change the name. And now would be a good time to do it. Well, the show's kind of still in its infancy, right? Like, we're only 43 episodes in or whatever. So, um, and the closest I've come is I could change the name of the podcast to uh, Rock in a Hard Place because that seems to be what every fucking episode is about is how my own dumb behavior and choices get me caught in between a rock and a hard place. So that is as close as I've come to thinking up a good name for the show. But if anybody who listens and has any thoughts or suggestions, feel free to fire them over. Uh, the email is in the episode description, dumbereveryday42 at gmail.com. Um, and if any of my buddies have any thoughts, you know, fucking send me a text message. And I think that'll do it. This is a little shorter than I would... It was last night. I don't know what I left out there. Probably some April stuff. I talked about April a lot in the corrupted one. But um, 46 minutes is not bad overall. And here's hoping that at least one of these two fucking recordings is usable (laughs) so welcome back hopefully not hopefully that's just setting yourself up to fail um we're back on track now i think um i'm i'm clawing my way out of the funk for the most part i'm I'm doing better so um new year new show new me it's probably gonna be a lot of the same let's be honest here but um very glad to be back. I definitely did miss doing the fucking podcast and uh, I look forward to seeing where it goes from here. I know I said all this in the last episode, but it feels so long ago and that one was such a filler episode, I feel like. So now we're back on the, we're back on the horse. So um, the podcast is on YouTube. If you go to youtube.com slash at Rackham42, that is the at symbol R-A-C-K-H-A-M-4-2. Uh, it's just, it's still only audio versions of the podcast. It's just, you can use YouTube to listen to it. Um, and I just threw it up there to let the analytics start kind of eating it until I can figure out if I want to do a video version of this or not. And then the podcast also has an email, as previously mentioned. For all your questions, comments, criticisms, concerns, or comments, please try and keep it polite. I know it's the internet. It's not always easy to do that. Um, it is dumbereveryday42 at gmail.com. And both of these will be included in the show notes if you can't understand my quick talking Canadian accent and I <laughs> I'm just gonna do it because I don't give a shit and you know April if you are listening I'd love to hear from you so as cringy and awful as that is um it's great to be back I hope everybody has had a great start to their new year and I will catch you guys in the next episode Huru. Every time I say that, I'm like, Daddy!